Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of What Are You Talking About? Today I'm joined by Lena Richter. As part of Team CrossFit Oslo, she has gone to the CrossFit Games three times and stood on the podium every year. We chat all about how she got into the sport, how it's changed throughout the years, training with her heroes including Kristen Holter and of course her plans for next season. As always, don't forget to like, rate and subscribe to let us know what you think and be the first to hear all about our new episodes and content. Enjoy! Lena, thank you so, so much for joining me. How are you doing? Thanks for being here. Um, I'm good. Yeah, very good. Um, just done with training, had a shower. That's why my hair is wet. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone knows. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm good. Good. I know um, you've kind of had a lot of, you've had, if you had a training camp going on, been seeing on Instagram, you've had a lot of cool athletes around the Krieger training how's that all been have you upped intensity uh, yeah yeah so um in Oslo right now with the Krieger training our coach has like implemented this kind of style where he wants everyone to show up at the same time and have like uh, a warm-up together like a little flow and a little bit of like yeah just fu- some fun stuff like skill stuff just trying out stuff and that and yeah it feels like a training camp but also maybe just more structured um training because we are so many athletes like uh at some point we might be like 15 20 uh competitive athletes at the same time doing mostly the same training so yeah it's uh it's cool for for me, I just started up this week with like program. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, after games, I had a lot of no training time. I did the Madrid competition because uh, it was like an opportunity. And then I went back to no no program, no training. And then, yeah, started up just now. Amazing. How is it? being on that new structure then if everyone's doing the same thing at the same time does it help does it make you more competitive uh yes so we uh UAKM has really like analyzed like the, the pros and cons of this whole thing um yeah the pros is definitely we get more focused um during some workouts you get way more uh intensity which can be really nice but we also try to be like, okay, we're not doing exactly the same thing all the time because mm-hmm. then the intensity will be high all the time as, uh, all the time as well. So it's uh, very well balanced, yes. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned, Madrid, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit more <laughs> later. But are you recovered? How was it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm recovered. It was uh, a very fun team competition I think um yeah for for like Madrid championship they're really good at making well-planned team competitions so it was fun uh body felt actually good right after um but yeah now it's more like getting back to two sessions a day feels harder than, <laughs> than competing, you know? <laughs> it's it's funny because if you've had so much downtime as well, and I suppose it was elongated that downtime because you had Madrid, 
Did, mm-hmm. Is it a bit of a shock going back now? Yeah, so I've been like, I've done some light training on like one session a day when I felt like it, but doing exactly what the program says and like not skipping the accessories and having like the mental the mental focus for every part is it's more tiring or exhausting than you would imagine actually I bet um so I want to I start off and I ask everyone this how did you find CrossFit um I found CrossFit through a friend uh that I went to school with when I started to study after high school um she was like I done gymnastics um growing up and she just said like oh you're done gymnastics you should try CrossFit and I was like okay nice and I joined um uh, I joined a session it was super fun obviously I loved it um just started out I think the first two three years yeah um just doing it for fun just like doing the regular class and then I was studying I didn't have like time or money to really compete I really didn't think about much competing um yeah just doing CrossFit like the most people do CrossFit I think Mm -hmm. yeah did you how quickly did you realize you were really good at it (laughs) That's the thing. So I think I really quickly, like, I am a competitive person. And with the gymnastic background, I was natural in a lot of stuff. But also, I was kind of undermining myself, just like, no, 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 you know, that's not for me. And um, I done gymnastics, but I never been that kind of athlete, athlete. Um, mm-hmm. For me, that was for other privileged people people you know having to allow yourself to go after the dream and just be that selfish and as you can be as an athlete for me that was just like no I have my path and it's just making our ordinary life uh but I did CrossFit a few years then I quit CrossFit because I moved and it was so expensive in Oslo and then I started up again because I got like, I don't know. I was just like, okay, I really like CrossFit. I want to start again. So I managed to get the money together to do CrossFit again. And in Oslo, there's like this vibe, this competitive vibe that's very contagious. Like I just got caught up in it, I think. And the way that other people were living their lives mm, kind of affected me yeah making me into more and more into an athlete Mm. um because yeah I I really didn't come from this athlete background I see a lot of the top athletes now like they come from professional gymnastic handball uh, like something and they just know how to do it like with the eating the sleeping the recovery everything um but it took some time it did yeah um so I don't know. I'm I'm really good at not answering your question. Like <laughs> you ask for something and I'm just like, do it. That's fine. That's what we like. Yeah. And, and I suppose, so she said you moved and I can only imagine walking into CrossFit Oslo, it mm-hmm. being 
probably quite overwhelming. So for anyone who doesn't know, consistently one of the fittest affiliates on earth, and it has been for quite a few years. Obviously, we'll talk about your experience going to the games with them. But when you first stepped foot in there, did you, one, I suppose, did you know about their history, about who was there, etc.? Or, and what was it like? Like, was it overwhelming? Because I can imagine they're all very, very fit. Uh, yes, everyone was fit. Uh, it was a different time, I would say. And again, I, I really didn't uh, compare myself to these super fit people. They were just like someone I looked up to. And I love that idea. Like I wasn't scared. It was more like very, very inspiring seeing these other fit people. And they were always doing like these qualifiers, you know, and like so focused training. I saw Christine Holte and I remember like one of the first months training there. Um, she just said like, oh, hi, you want to join our workout? And I just like, no, 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 no. I can't do that. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. And she just said like, it's, it's CrossFit. Like you can scale, like you don't have to do the exact same weights. And I was so embarrassed after that moment because, yeah, it is CrossFit. Like, everyone can do a workout together. You just need to scale it somehow. And that's yeah. possible for every workout. Um, so, yeah, I, I learned a thing or two from Kristen. I can imagine. She seems like she is a fountain of knowledge. Yes, 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 yes. And she's so hardcore on, like, yeah, the athlete life that I would call it just, like, so focused and everything um yeah I would always make excuses for myself like uh oh I didn't get enough sleep because blah 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 you know and she was just like no you don't like you have the same hours in the day as I do like why can't if I can why can't you you know um and that really inspired and also like started some of the the wheels in my head but like okay if I really, really want to be an athlete, I just have to start doing those things yeah. and see where it goes, you know? So how long did it take from, I suppose, when you first walked in, you were like, no, <laughs> I'm not doing that, <laughs> to then being like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run with the big guys. How, how long was that period of time? It was very fast. <laughs> it was, I'm sorry. <laughs> um uh I think I started in CrossFit Oslo late 2017 and then 2018 um the functional fitness like it was the first functional fitness nationals in Norway and I was like okay everyone was doing this qualifier I was really scared and I did a qualifier I barely made the cut I didn't think I would and um and I was just like super happy with that. And we trained for the goal with the, uh, the national in August, I think, the year after. And I placed eighth, I think, which was like a huge jump. Like I came basically from nowhere and suddenly I was in the top 10 in Norway, uh, which was really cool. And then I think from there, I was like someone within that CrossFit space in Norway. So that was uh, quick, but really fun. It's, it's, it seems like one of these places, and I think with Norway, like for 
from an outsider's perspective you have your athletes you know as you say like being the top 10 in Norway it was a massive thing and I think from an outsider's perspective there doesn't seem like there's many of you that get to that level actually if you look at things like that that list there are so many people at such a top level in your country that it's just incredible so when you made that like top 10 in Norway how how was that for you no yeah yeah for me it was it was huge it was really like at that moment I remember I said like okay I am actually doing this like after that nationals like okay I am there's no more um canceling training because of a dinner party it's more like now I'm gonna cancel the dinner party because of the training and this is my number one priority um so it's it's huge it is actually huge being like top 10 in Norway and especially now I think the whole field in Norway is just raised incredible Mm. um I just the other day we were training we had like the warm-up with all everyone and I looked around the room and we were 12 13 people and 10 out of those 12 were have been at the games like they're they're games athletes Mm -hmm. somehow either individually or on a team which is huge just yeah it's it's really cool actually and I can imagine does your trait like when you surround yourself with them people does it make it easier for you to be in that mindset and to be in that athlete zone for sure yeah I think sometimes we forget that we really have this mindset um but yeah it's it's easier you're more focused you're more um yeah just like the environment that I know what I do is also respected by the ones around me like if I if I have some lifting and it's starting to get heavy the other ones would just notice and kind of start cheering on you which is really cool yeah they know that okay if she sets this lift it's a big lift like it's a big achievement um stuff like that yeah, it must be so incredible. I can only imagine, but I'd be like you were. I'd be like, no, I'm all right. You guys go, <laughs> you do your thing. I'll do my thing. Um, so going forward a little bit then, you've you've been to the games and it's you've not only been to the games, you've been on the podium three times, which is such an incredible feat. But going mm. back a little bit to your first season where you qualified, at what mm-hmm. point was it kind of discussed because as I say, you train with a lot of incredible athletes. How's that kind of discussion brought up with these are the people that we're going to put forward in a team and this is what's going to happen? Um, can you kind of explain a little bit about how that works and how your involvement kind of came to be on teams? So that year, um, we done team a few years, uh, CrossFit Oslo. We never had any team at the Games, but they did teams for regionals and when we had the sanctional events we also we tried sending out like one team for each sanctional event and I wanted to join in I was like okay this is fun I like competing and this was kind of our way of competing on a big stage um doing the team and I think this year was the first year with the semifinals yeah, yeah. 
21. And for me personally, I actually thought like, okay, this is the last year I'm doing like all in CrossFit. Wow. <laughs> uh, I was like, okay, after this, I'm working full-time. I'm going to pursue a full-time job and just start the normal life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and the team was put together by Joachim, which is the Krieger coach. And yeah, we just went along with it. Just like, okay, these are the four. Me and Ingrid have been working very well together. We've done a lot of competitions together previously also with Avin I don't think we we did one competition with Marius maybe this was the first I'm not sure um but yeah so we yeah we just did a team just for fun like we always did like okay yeah. we're gonna try you know and then suddenly we were winning the online semifinals yeah and going to the games it was crazy I don't know we were just super super happy to go there um really it took us by surprise and the second place at the games also was very surprising I think we didn't realize how good we were and yeah how good we were working together it's funny as well because I think like we forget that the teams were semi-finals that year um <laughs> Did it almost, because it was was all online, did it almost not feel real yeah, that you yeah. were going? Yeah, and it, it didn't feel real. And it was also a bit like, Oof, but yeah, we won in Europe. But, you know, there's never really been any good European teams. There's never been a European team on the podium. So, yeah, we won the European semifinal, but that really doesn't mean we're going to do well at the games. Like, yeah. we really thought, okay, when we get over there, it's going to get really, really hard. And, um, but we were good. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a little bit good. Just, you know, bit. just second place. Um, yeah. did, you, did you go in with any goal? Like, did you say we want to make top 10 or top five? Was there a conversation of what position you wanted? Uh, no. I think our coach did like a calculation, like he um because everyone did the same semi-final because it was online so he just looked at all the other teams and just like okay you could be top 20 or 10 or something I don't remember and I remember on the plane over he said like if you guys end up on the podium I'm gonna color my hair like <laughs> yellow it was like yellow and pink or something like that so yeah, no one, I mean, we were just laughing. It's like, ha ah, ha, that's going to be fun. <laughs> um, so no, we didn't, did not expect to go on a podium at the time. How, I mean, through the weekend, as you're getting like closer and closer mm -hmm. and closer, mm -hmm. what's going through your mind? <laughs> because if you had no expectation and you're competing against like some incredible, incredible athletes who have got, tons of games experience I suppose both as individuals and as teams mm -hmm. what's going through your head about when you're getting higher and higher up the leaderboard um I think our first day that year was really bad or not really bad we were just like placing midfield or something and then the second day we had two event wins like the running and there was like a sprint or something which put us like up right on 
fifth place or second place i can't remember yeah but we were like up there so going home that friday i have like a video of us just like dancing in the car and just like, <laughs> yeah we're getting there you know and um but I, I can't really remember anything after that because Saturday and Sunday, yeah, you're just so focused and so starting to get tired. And it's all about like eat, sleep, focus, uh, do the event, eat, recharge. Yeah, just yeah. there's not much place left for thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> <Sadly>. when, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know how any of you do it. I really don't uh when did it hit like hit you that you'd come second was it after during like because what an incredible achievement for a first games I I think we yeah we, we realized it as we were there I think we all just felt very lucky uh like yeah what happened you know uh yeah coming home to our families and then to the CrossFit box and the whole community everyone was just like it was such a big achievement uh not just for us but like yeah the box the CrossFit community in Norway and like our families everyone um it really makes me proud making other people proud so getting home I think it hit more than being over over there and you said just before that this was going to be it for your CrossFit career (laughs) Yeah, at what <laughs> I went home and I was like, hmm, I'm gonna rethink this thing, yeah. you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll do this CrossFit thing a little bit longer. <laughs> and then you're still here two years later. Um, yeah. Something really like, obviously, you went back to the games mm-hmm. for the next two years. And I will talk about that. But something that I would love to talk about, particularly because you mentioned her earlier is you did what a palooza in a team as well um, mm-hmm. with with Kristen Holter. And how cool was that for you? Because obviously, as you said, she was kind of a lot of a part of the reason that that you decided to to flip that switch and, and do the athlete thing. What was that experience like doing team with her as well? Oh, yeah, that was such a cool competition. Uh, that was her retirement year. And she announced that like, uh, Wudapalooza was going to be her last like after party or like the last um uh, the last dance and we we had a lot of fun obviously me Ingrid and Kristin but she was also so focused really that's on my kind of vibe <laughs> when it comes to a team <laughs> like I like having fun but when we have a plan and you just execute the plan perfectly that is the best team experience I think yeah yeah and she is so well at that and I remember she kind of had a shock because sometimes when you get a workout during the competition and you don't have time to test it and on a team you kind of just have to decide like okay we're doing we're doing this unbroken or we're splitting this Mm -hmm. this and this and if you said it you just have to do it you know you can't start breaking up without the rest of the team knowing which you can as an individual you can make a plan go into the event and then just go by feel but it was like a, a fran echo on fran event really bad it was yeah like i remember watching it worm trusters and uh, synchronized chest bars and echo 
in between like no rest just like go 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 and we had like a brutal plan and we stuck to it and Christine told told us afterwards she's just like that was the most horrible <laughs> event ever <laughs> because you're forced to like mm-hmm. pushing even a little bit more than you should and this is coming from like uh, at that year she was the fourth fit- fittest woman on earth so that's yeah. That's fun. I say it all the time. People underestimate how fit you have to be on a team. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I think so. <laughs> and I, Yeah, and I've had a lot of team athletes on here. And I remember someone saying, like, when you go out on a team, you sell your soul for someone, for mm-hmm. someone else. Like, it's not like you can plan it. Like, you go and you do it for other people. Yeah. And you don't do that as individuals so that's so interesting that even even people as incredible as Kristen Holter can struggle on a team or be shocked by yeah, be shocked. she did is. not struggle no at all she yeah. was flawless so that's perfect and then yeah. going back I suppose so you had that little break there which I can imagine was so lovely and as you said it's such an incredible comp what a palooza mm-hmm. did you like going back into the 2022 season did you have a goal that you were gonna get back to the podium did you yeah what were you kind of what was the vibe for your team that year um this year we um we were like yeah we're gonna we want to go another year we had more confidence we at the Woodapalooza me Kristen and Ingrid beat the mayhem girls which was like really cool at the moment um just proving that like okay we could if you want to we we could like really beat them which at the time was like yeah us and and the mayhem team um this year i think yeah this is the year of uh Reka week yeah team as well yeah so they were getting a lot of attention and was like Reka week and mayhem we kind of went under the radar again um not on purpose we just were over in Norway doing our own thing and uh, yeah we had like obviously we wanted to win but it was more like it's gonna be hard you know yeah yeah does it help not having that attention on you I don't know um this year we had a little more attention I didn't feel like it was bothering us or anything it's just fun getting hyped up you know um it's it's not either good or bad actually Mm. yeah and I think even watching the games last year when you had as you say some you know Reykjavik who were I really they kind of went in with a mission yeah yeah, yeah. there was a lot on them how team as well yeah 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 absolutely how did you feel more pressure to I don't know not necessarily to beat them but just to be at their level um I I don't know uh I can't remember what I was thinking I think we were just like yeah doing our thing not really yeah how they do is another thing and obviously they were really good at totally different stuff than we were um we were very um 
yeah, Kaja's like good on the team stuff. That's always been the navy blue thing. Yeah. That, yeah. Teamwork is really, really making it work for us. And then I suppose actually when you think of super teams and how everything <laughs> is formed, which isn't necessarily you guys, because obviously you all train together and you've been a team for a while, but you've had a similar experience this year with the proven team, right? So a lot of attention was on them, but actually you guys were going back in as such a solid team with two second place finishes. Do you, again, do you feel the pressure going in or, or is it still the same? You just want to have fun. You just want to do your best. I think, yeah, this year it was more, yeah, it was a little bit more pressure, um, but for different reasons, maybe. Um we we had some like at the semifinals uh nico was sick we had some like small injuries within the team that we had to deal with for me that felt like that was more um yeah unsure and making the pressure different not because everyone else expect us to win but more like we really wanted but yeah. sometimes things just doesn't go the way it's planned you know and you I... still had an incredible finish <laughs> yeah yeah we, 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 we are happy yeah <laughs> it was I, this year really really honestly um it was a really tough field in the team division this year like not just the top three teams but like top 10 yeah. it was so many good teams and it was moving constantly, like the leaderboard, yeah. which yeah, yeah, I yeah. think in previous years, you probably, I think you maybe get a lot of movement, maybe five to 10, but the top five has always been pretty solid the last few years. But this yeah. year it was right up to the line pretty much, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. So do you, I mean, do you look at the leaderboard throughout the weekend? Is that something that you do? Or do you just kind of put it as much to the back of your mind as you can? I try not to look as much, but then someone is always telling you. <laughs> I just, I'm just like, okay, I've like, uh, I don't know, debrief the last event, focus on the next and then just go. Um, it, not that it doesn't matter the placing, but it's like, it's not much you can do. You know, sometimes maybe if you know that you have to beat this team it could be nice knowing just because you're in the same yeah field of play so you can look over and be like okay but this year I really tried to just focus on us do you I suppose you kind of answered my question there do you pay much attention to the other teams because I can imagine when you're an individual it's not that hard you can kind of look around because you're only focusing on yourself but when you're already in a team mm -hmm. and focusing on three other people can't yeah. do you even have it in you to be able that's, to yeah exactly that's the thing so it's already hard enough just focusing on the, your own teammates yeah. your judge like keeping the plan and sometimes you don't realize that another team is passing you or behind you or whatever um it really depends on them on the workout I think yeah the team workouts this year looked quite frankly horrific <laughs> I mean they're fun to watch really hard. but they seemed 
I think I correct me if I'm wrong here because you've obviously been in it, but from an outside looking in, they seem to be harder this year than they have been prior. Is that mm-hmm. a good judgment or did it just look worse? <laughs> I think they just looked worse. Yeah. Yes. I think what I'm missing is some of these just like really long, horrible grunt work team workouts where it's just like, okay, 30 burpees over worm and then 30 cleaning jerks with a worm. And then you do this like for five rounds, you know, just like something that's insane just working yeah. and I feel like we didn't have any of those this year some of them were really like technical or the last day with the running and over these yeah know, the, the log bars the log yeah. yeah and then the pulling like obviously it was hard but it was it was different hard yeah, yeah more like skill hard because you have to like yeah figure out a good plan um different yeah <laughs> nothing just like pure easy but hard yeah and that's a lot of the time I suppose that's where you can like excel as a team right with the the simple workouts in the sense of it looks easy but actually the strategy involved and as you say like whether you're going to hold on for an unbroken set do you think that's where the team collaboration is best shown off in them kind of long grunt workouts I think so I think so and I also think like I said some if they're just technical it's more like okay obviously do you as a team have you been working on this kind of like the sled pull or have you been working on these specific things do you have a coach that knows how to do them but with this easy movement stuff it's more how do you as a team communicate? How do you as a team, do you know each other's paces? Like, can you read the body language language of the one, like the if it's burpees and clean and jerks, just like reading how the rest of the team are doing? And if something happens, how fast can you communicate that? Yeah. It makes, it makes total yeah. sense, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because I think, that's where and it's interesting because we talk about these kind of super teams and I know technically you're not allowed them anymore but (laughs) they happen (laughs) um but that's quite interesting because that's where when you haven't trained together for a super long time Mm -hmm. that's where you're gonna fall right yeah I think so that's where suddenly something's happen and you get tired or your teammate get tired or you get a no rep and you haven't really discussed like how do we yeah how do we work on this no rep or is someone getting tired and yeah stuff like that so that's um, cool when you have like a really well round not well rounded but a team that's just know each other yeah absolutely is there any workouts from this year that stood out as a favorite for you this year um oh I personally, I really like the, oh, what was it called? The parallel bars and deadlift stuff. Yeah. Because, I think, yeah. I, yeah, I really liked it. Uh, we won that event, obviously. <laughs> so that's fine. I helped. <laughs> and for once, 
I got to be in charge, which was fun. I, I rarely do that. And we tested it a little bit out on training like that month. Just, oh, I have a dog here. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> um, we tested out like that month, just in training, someone or tired or, or usual, like the guys giving the cues were not working and I was like come on I want to go so I just got in charge and it worked kind of well usually that's not my uh, role on a team but yeah on this uh, event I got to be like the not the captain but like the leader or whatever just making sure everyone stick to their plan and it was um, it was working so it was fun yeah do you is there like a rule that what happens on the floor stays on the floor like if anyone is a bit angry at someone else or <laughs> says something wrong because tensions are high and adrenaline yes. Yes. is there when you come off the floor you just forget about it or no. can it no <laughs> no and I, I don't I don't think you should because stuff that you say on the floor will affect the rest of your team on the floor so if you just forget it then you're you can't like uh make up for that mistake or um, correct that mistake for later you know mm, yes. just for sure if if you say something in a very negative tone people most likely will be affected this is like self-talk you know if your self-talk is negative mm -hmm. obviously you will perform worse it's not it's like if you yeah. tell yourself you're such a shit or something you will do worse. This is why we practice positive self-talk during workouts because it's working. Like you do positive self-talk and you do better. Yeah. So on teams, I prefer not negative talk. And if it happens, it should be talked about after just to like clear it out. Um, especially if some on the team was really affected by this and like, yeah, uh, it should be talked about. And this is also the reason why I usually don't lead. <laughs> this is the reason why I usually don't talk during workouts because, and also maybe this is the Norwegian thing. I'm from the Northern part of Norway, which like my dialect is really like harsh and not like the kindest one. And when I'm also then tired and I start screaming something, I sound very, very angry. I don't need <laughs> to, but I sound like a yeah. total, yeah. Um, <laughs> so we just really early on made a rule that just, Lena, you you shut up, you know? It's it's not helping anyone if you say something. Yeah. I think that's fair. I'd be the same. I'd No one, I'd have to do <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Because it probably wouldn't be very nice. Yeah, that's also why I like that... Um, that I went at the games this year because I had the capacity to lead the team in a proper way, which for me was a big thing because I could like lead them, but be not necessarily nice, but just like concrete. We do this and then we go move on and it worked. So um, without the team being mad at me for yelling angry stuff in Northern Norwegian. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure they'd I'm sure they'd get over it hopefully <laughs> yeah 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 no it was um it was a clean run so that was good amazing 
And you obviously had another podium finish. So not many people can say that they've been to the Games three times and stood on the podium three times. So firstly, congratulations, because another incredible performance. And you said earlier you were happy, but I sensed a bit of, were you satisfied with third place? No. (laughs) No, I wasn't satisfied. Um, I know it's really missing like one one place on the podium because I have the silver medal and I have the mm-hmm. bronze medal um so uh yeah I would really really at one point get the gold medal that's like the goal amazing yeah. would you ever consider going individual yes and I I've been thinking about that since the first year at the games like first year at the games it was so overwhelming. There's so much going on. And yeah, like I said, like you really can't think during this. And But I had my team. We had so much fun and it was a team effort. And I remember I saw the individuals standing there all by themselves and just thinking like, shit, that is so different. Like, it's going to take so much courage standing there by yourself doing the same things and I really want to do that one day uh not because I'm psycho or anything (laughs) 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 like see something hard and saying I want that (laughs) yeah I I think that's how how athletes work sometimes like we see something challenging and just like yeah yeah Mm -hmm. I want to I want to try that so but honestly team has the last years really triggered something in me and I seen that wow I'm still evolving as an individual athlete like my individual capabilities yeah (laughs) (laughs) are still getting better and I am evolving not just as an athlete but like as a general human being um being on a team and it's still very challenging mentally mm-hmm. so I wouldn't be sad if I never did games individually yeah but it would be a really cool challenge mm-hmm. I think yeah I think you did pretty well thank you <laughs> thank you it's it's hard to know you know I yeah. always tend to underestimate myself because I see like oh they've been at the games individually which is super hardcore and then I sometimes forget that, like you said, I've been at the podium three times on a team. Exactly. Though, so, yeah. It's, I honestly, I speak about it a lot because I'm quite passionate about it that I do not think teams get enough credit for how fit they are. Like, it's incredible. Um, so, yeah, definitely don't underestimate yourself. Thank you. Um, Thank you. So, obviously, you've had an incredible career across it, Oslo. But you joined another team last month in Madrid. Um, Obviously, we've spoken about then teamwork and training as as part of people within your box, etc. You joined uh, Noah Olsen, Charles Smith and Sydney Mikashalan, who live over the other side of the world (laughs) to you. How was it joining in a team with them for Madrid? Um, It was so much fun. Uh, It was different different not being with your uh regular team um yeah just because 
I'm used to being on a team where I really know them. I know how they move. I know everything that's going to happen, kind of. And it was like a different thing on the worm as well. Just they are so talented. All of them are so talented athletes. Um, but it's just different with team, you know. And uh, in some way, we could just like, okay, this is the plan, and they do it perfectly and like almost all of our events went very well mm-hmm. but there's also like stuff that's yeah different different communication different it wasn't like flawless all the time but yeah really something cool and it's nice to see uh individual athletes respecting like the the team side of things mm-hmm. because it's it's hard it is different yeah but yeah they are so talented, all of them. Mm. Really, really. And Just they, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, they'd had, the three of them had been training together. I know um, Jesse, Chana's wife, had kind of jumped in in your place for a few of the training sessions. How hard was that for you to, to not be in them training sessions and then jump in relatively? I know you were obviously signed up before, but training wise it was quite last minute that you were all together yes. how was yeah. that we had a few intense days <laughs> in Madrid um so yeah I, I think we covered most of the like all of the events were out so we had time to like plan it uh that actually worked pretty smoothly we did some changes not much but yeah they it was really great that they got it tested with jesse um because then they kind of got a feel of it i tested some of the workouts back in norway with like an all-girls team (laughs) and then yeah it worked i think it was very cool and you got you got i mean i know it wasn't a crossfit games gold medal but you were on top of the podium which was pretty cool so how was that it was yeah that's fun always nice being on top of the podium but yeah, yeah. I, want, I want the top of the games podium that would be nice <laughs> amazing so uh coming to amazingly we're coming towards the end of the year but that means we are coming closer towards the start of next season um mm-hmm. do you know where you lie for next season yet do you know your plan are you uh, we, <laughs> we're not uh, sure yet are we not like announcing anything yet um but I really really yeah it's gonna be a big season and I'm not done competing so that's gonna be very really cool Amazing. Sure. yeah well I look forward to watching you wherever that may be <laughs> hopefully on the top of the podium yeah. um I'm gonna let you go in a minute but as I mentioned to you I'm gonna give you some quick fire questions okay um, but they're never that quick. No, we'll see. <laughs> uh, first ones are quite easy. Your favorite lift? My favorite lift. Mm, it's gotta be the clean. Yes. Overall favorite movement in CrossFit? Truster. Oh, okay. Yes, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, your favorite benchmark wad? Oh, um. I don't know like honestly I never tested Fran I just did like Fran variations but I love 
the Chester Bar and Truster combo. Um, so yeah, I would I would say Fran without even doing it. Yeah, I think you're gonna have to go do it now. So I do, I do. Look <laughs> at my coach. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then this is probably gonna be quite a difficult question for you, but I'm still yeah. gonna ask it. If you could build a dream team for the games, and this is athletes past, present, future, who would you take with you? It can be anyone. Hmm. Um. Okay. I. I would. Obviously. Oh, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I can't try again. I would. I would love to have Tia, the goat. Yes. Um. Uh. As my sidekick woman. Uh. They're really really cool. And then on the men's side. Hmm. The ultimate dream team. Oof. It's it's a hard one. I would take the OG team, of course, Rich. Yeah. Just to see. Mm-hmm. We could win together, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then as the second man, I would take my new buddy Noah. Nice. He, he can join. Yeah. So the team. I cannot believe in all the months we've been doing this, not one person said tier yet. So really, she'd be the surely the first option. But yeah, no one said her yet. So there you go. It's crazy. We'll we'll tag her. We'll say, come yeah. on. Come on. If please. you want to go back next year. <laughs> but no, that is great. But thank you so, so much for coming on and chatting. Um, and we really look forward to seeing all that's to come next season. Yep. Thank you. It's gonna be fun. 